Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode five of the Vegan Propaganda Podcast with your host, Emily Ewing, aka a chill vegan on the YouTubes. Um, having a great day today. That's me. Um, a lot of the time I wake up and take my dog for a walk and a lot of the time I listen to a podcast while I'm walking my dog to help pass the time and I usually listen to other people's podcasts like a normal person but today I force myself to listen to my own podcast um, because sometimes when I feel like I need like inspiration I watch my own videos uh, I force myself to so that I can like see everything that I want to do better and all the things that I don't like so I'm like oh I gotta you know I gotta I gotta improve or whatever so I forced myself to listen to my podcast um I listened to the last episode of it and uh it's really boring <laughs> I mean I know like obviously it's like I'm being hard on myself because like you know I'm myself and you guys probably don't think it's like terrible because you listen to it and I've had a lot of love oh yeah I wanted to say thank you for all the reviews that I got on uh, uh, the podcast is finally up on Apple Podcasts. It's on, like, uh, a lot of things. If you want to know all the things that it's on, you can go on any of my episodes on YouTube and look in the description. Click where it says listen on Anchor. Um, Anchor's the host that I upload them to, and then it sends them out to all the different platforms. So if you go to my Anchor profile, it'll show you, um, like, all the different platforms it shows up on. Anyways, enough about that. Um, I was listening to my podcast. Where did I even end off? Jeez. And I was just like, this is really, it, I, I noticed that I, I, my natural inflection of my voice, my tone or whatever, when I'm alone, when I'm just talking to myself or whatever, is very like slow and almost like sad sounding. Like I'm really like, just like, I mean, it's because I'm so chill or whatever. I'm so relaxed when I'm just on my own. But I feel like so, uh, like I need an energy boost or something. So I'm forcing myself to, you know, I'm trying to pump myself up before I do this. This is what I actually have to do before like almost every video that I film. If I'm filming a video of me just like sitting and talking or whatever, it takes me a long time to actually start filming because I don't know. I, I just, I naturally fall into this very like, lazy sounding and I don't like it maybe you guys like it but I'd like to be a little more enthusiastic sounding anyways um uh yeah so this podcast definitely going to be different from the other ones um I'm just going to be talking about Kalel fun tea oh dang it I'm drinking coffee I should have been drinking tea I needed, like, caffeine. Again, I'm trying to sound energized. I'm trying to pump myself up. Woo, yeah, having fun. We're having fun today. So, yeah, today's going to be uh, drama, tea, lots of it. Just kidding. I just want to put a disclaimer out there. Um, I don't have anything against Kalel. I'm not trying to, like, uh, judge her or seem like, you know, I know everything so I can judge all her actions and say what is right or whatever like she's entitled to whatever her opinion should be and I'm entitled to my opinion same amount we're all people you know we're all equals unity and uh, equality and whatever but um 
I just, I think, uh, I think she, whether you agree with her or not, I think you need to realize, everyone needs to realize that she brought up some good talking points. She brought, she brought up a conversation that not many YouTubers, um, talk about. That didn't make sense. She brought up a, a good, a lot of good points. Again, whether you agree with her on them or not, I still think that you should respect the fact that she's opening up, she's being honest, she's talking about things that a lot of people would be too scared to talk about. Um, especially with the amount of followers that she has, everything that she says is met with so many, um, you know, opinions. Uh, a lot of them not so, not so sweet uh, and kind. So... Yeah, I just thought I have a lot to say, um, and I thought it deserved a full podcast, and also because I want to just try it out, uh, doing some podcasts where I don't talk about any, like, current events. I just talk about, you know, a certain topic, or I just answer questions, or I just, you know, explore something for an hour, or whatever, um... But yeah, so I took some notes. I've been wanting to start trying out notes in podcasts. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to be looking at my phone quite a bit. I apologize if that's annoying to anybody, but um, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're listening to it on audio, then you literally do not care. But um, so yeah, if you don't know who Kalel is, I'm going to just go over a little bit about like what is even going on and who she is if you're not someone who is in the vegan YouTube realm very often. Uh, Twitter also. Some some stuff went down on Twitter. Uh, so Kalel is a YouTuber. At the, Right now, she's like a lifestyle YouTuber. She'll do like vlogs and like she just did an apartment tour. Um, but she'll do like, she's been vegan for a long time now and done like a lot of vegan what I eat in a days or recipe videos. Um, she's inspired a lot of people to go vegan and to try vegan recipes and stuff. And yeah, mostly, mostly lifestyle stuff, you know, beauty, home, food, health, whatever. She also had like a blog for a while. I don't know if she's still doing that, but, um, yeah, she's got, like, almost 2 million subscribers on YouTube, so she's really, she's a big, big YouTuber. It's weird just to say, like, she's really big. Um, but, so she recently did these videos where it was kind of like, uh, I don't know what she called it, but it was, like, coming clean kind of thing. Like, she came out with, like, five videos or something, each about, like, serious personal topics, and they're, like, lesser edited videos, um, and she's just trying to be, like, have a genuine, open, honest conversation, uh, about each of these certain topics in her life, and one of them was titled, why don't I just look it up? It's like, I'm not really, I'm not really vegan, I'm, oh, it's just, I'm not really vegan, um, I'm not really vegan, question mark, ooh, so, um, so in the video, she talks about how, um, she's been vegan for so long, 
But behind the scenes, there's a few things that she's doing that aren't necessarily considered vegan, like, um, well, we'll get into that later, but little things, um, as in she's still, like, vegan, she says, like, 95% of the time, but then, you know, there's these little things that she's still holding on to, um, and so she basically comes to the conclusion that she's still vegan, though, she's not saying, like, the, the title with the question mark in it isn't actually, like, she's saying she's not really vegan anymore, it's just, like, you know, clickbaity title um to get you get you interested get you intrigued um and so of course um she got a lot of hate for it and a lot of people were telling her well then you're just vegetarian like you can't be you can't call yourself vegan anymore um blah 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 and you know she came back at that on twitter and then there was just drama and whatnot you know the huge um and yeah but I just wanted to that's the general I guess that's pretty much all you need to know to start but um I'm gonna delve into the details now so um her video I'm about to take another sip because you know I gotta keep myself uh energized right guys um so uh, one of the things that she's been, like, judged for or hated, gotten hate for, um, as far as this video goes, is she starts out the video putting veganism, the vegan lifestyle, in sort of, like, a negative light. Um, she makes it sound kind of difficult because she she uses phrases like, oh, you have to double, triple check everything all the time. And you have to be 100% perfect vegan and blah, blah, blah. And she talks about, like, going to a restaurant. Or every time you go to a restaurant, you have to have the waiter bring out the huge binder of all the ingredients. And double, triple, triple check everything and blah, blah, blah. And so, of course, you know, a lot of people are like, if you really cared about veganism, you wouldn't, like, put it under such a negative um, light like that for people to see. Um, cause you know, people that don't know a lot about veganism and then hear her saying it, saying those things and making it sound really difficult, they're, you know, obviously not going to be like, Ooh, let me try that out. Um, so that's just unfortunate, but I want to say that I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Cause almost immediately after that, she says, um, LOL. See, here I go again. I wrote these notes and I can't even, like, find what I need to say in them. Um, but, okay. But, so, after she says that, she also says um, she doesn't think it's overwhelming to be vegan and it's pretty freaking easy for the most part after you've, like, gotten used to it and whatnot. I hope my camera's not, like, bouncing too much. Um, but... I wanted to talk about, uh, she starts early on in the video, she, like, kind of gives a brief, like, synopsis of what, like, the vegan lifestyle is, like, what you have to avoid being vegan, um, and she goes over, she lists, you know, obviously the basics, like, all animal products, that's what everyone knows, um, and then she says, like, and then also all products tested on animals, um, she says, 
She mentions medicine that's tested on animals, which is practically all of them. And she says a limited selection of wines due to how it's processed. She prob- I'm sh- There's also stuff that she said, I'm sure, but uh, certain just there's just certain things that I want to talk about. So she says something like um, you can't, when you're vegan, you can't use products tested on animals. Obviously, we all know that. Um, and she says like that includes like all the products that you see at Target, like cleaning supplies and um, home things and beauty and hygiene. And she says like Procter and Gamble products and stuff like that. Um, everything that's sold in China too, because if something is sold in China, they are required to test on animals to sell in China. So then even if they're not testing on animals for their American consumers, they're still doing it for their Chinese consumers. So that company is not really considered cruelty free then even though if you're in america the product you're buying probably wasn't tested on animals if that made sense i did not that was not a good sentence but um this made me think of something that is going to be a recurring theme in this video that i'm going to reference but um a statement like this i think comes across a lot differently when it comes from a person like kalel versus someone else because she's saying she's making it sound like it's really difficult to shop at a store like Target because um, all these Procter and Gamble products and big companies like that test on animals. But Kalel's obviously not like, wow, this is so like, I don't want to, I don't know her, so I hate to like judge her. But um, obviously I don't know ex- her exact financial situation, but as a viewer watching her videos, she definitely doesn't seem like she's like struggling financially. Um, and I'm not saying that as a bad thing, like calling her out for being well, you know, well off money wise, but like, it's hard to see her, like her nice, nice apartment and the fact that she's had, um, plastic surgery done. Again, I'm not trying to judge her for that. Don't, please no one think, think that I'm, like, hating on her for any of this stuff, but I'm just saying, like, as a viewer, we see her, we see her life, and it definitely comes off as, like, she has, like, a good amount of money, and so she can obviously afford to buy products like Seventh Generation and other, like, Myers products and stuff, and, you know, like, nicer, she, she can afford to, use the alternatives. However, I still think it's a, it's, she's right. Like it, it does make it harder because you can't buy from these huge companies that are sold everywhere. You do have to look a little harder to buy the cruelty-free products. Um, but I just think that when she says certain things like this, it comes off differently coming from someone like her who we know is able to get, to have access to the, um, you know, the cruelty-free things, the natural products, the things that may be a little bit harder to find, a little bit more expensive, she obviously can can have access to those. Whereas, like, if this was coming from someone who lives in the middle of nowhere and um, has a lot lower income, so not to say, like, her life is perfect and she can't possibly have any problems, um, but I'm just saying, like, I think... I think part of the reason why people are being harder on her for this, for saying these things, is because, like, they they see her life and they see her as, like, privileged. And then, I don't know. 
maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they would have gotten mad at anyone the same amount. But it just seems like people get mad at bigger YouTubers more for certain things because they're like, oh, like, you're famous, you're rich, you live in LA, like, you don't have any problems, um, you know, which, like, it, you know, life is kind of easier when you have more money, but, like, that doesn't mean that, you know, you can't be annoyed by certain things, um, (laughs) but also she says, also she mentions medicine, um, that is tested on animals, and then she says, like, which is basically all of them, which is true, but I think she probably should have pointed out, because uh, saying, including that in, like, your list of things that make someone, that, I, I think something that she should have pointed out uh, while she's, okay, Emily, do you ever realize that you suck at talking? Um, she also mentions medicine uh, that is tested on animals, and then she says, which is practically all of them, and this is true, uh, but I think she should have mentioned uh, that most vegans, I don't know about most vegans, but many, many vegans, in my mind, logical vegans, uh, still use medicine regardless of whether it's tested on animals because it just you're not just going to stop using medicine. Like, if you're, like, dying and you're just going to be like, oh, sorry, I'm vegan, like, just let me die, you know? Um, And so, in a video that, obviously, hundreds of thousands of people are going to watch, and she's saying, like, vegans can't use medicine, that's a little misleading because, while some vegans definitely don't because they have a problem with it, many, many, many other vegans still do and have no problem with it and have talked about this um so I just kind of wish she pointed things like that out but yeah so uh and also I wrote that that's one of those great areas of veganism that I'll get back to which I will get back to um speaking of great areas the next thing she also said was limited selection of wine due to how it's processed um so if you didn't know wine is often processed with things like uh, milk protein or gelatin and it's not actually like after the wine is like you know bottled and in stores and in your glass you're not actually going to be consuming any of those products they are like extracted out of the wine through the process but they're still used in the process so a lot of vegans would consider those to be not vegan um but a lot of other vegans still do consume them And so that's another, like, gray area, Um, and I'll talk about gray areas a little more in the podcast, but uh, in my opinion, I see that more in, like, the, uh, I see that similarly to how I see the sugar, the bone char sugar debate or whatever, how, like, some vegans eat sugar that's been processed with bone char and other people, other vegans don't, Um, so yeah. We'll get back to that later. But then she also says, um, it's not as, talking about veganism, it's not as easy as vegans like to make it seem. And that I really agree with. I really, I don't appreciate the whole, like, go vegan thing where it's just, like, shirts and stickers and, I don't know, mugs, anything you can think of that it's just this thing that a lot of vegans 
just have all this like merch i guess that just says like go vegan on it or they just you know like to scream go vegan or hold up a sign that says go vegan or whatever and i just think like i don't know it's not that simple (laughs) i think of that vine with the from the notebook where he's like it's not that or she's like it's not that simple it's not that simple um Anyways, does anyone care about my Vine references? The ones that don't, that weren't into Vine, I'm sorry. Um, just, you know, just, I don't know. But anyways, um, I, uh, like, of course I want everyone to go vegan. But shouting go vegan at them and just, like, telling people to go vegan doesn't do anything. Because most people need more assistance than that. It takes time. It takes research it takes not practice but you know getting getting into it it's not so simple that you can just like go vegan overnight some people can but most people cannot and even if maybe they can it may not be the best thing for them because i've seen so many people think that they have to do it overnight they have to go straight from regular diet to vegan diet um because that's what people make it look like you have to do um and then very soon after that they give up because it was too much at once and I totally understand that I didn't go vegan right away I started with vegetarian for a couple months and then I was like mostly vegan for more months and then at one point I really considered myself a vegan 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 but um Yeah, I just, I see so many people online that are just, like, acting like it's, like, oh, just do it, you know, like, just do it, and it's, like, I don't know, it depends on so many things, like, you know, for a lot of people, it's not hard, but for a lot of other people, it can be much more hard, depending on where you're living, how much money you have, do you, are you under, like, the, um, responsibility of your parents, are you, um, you know, your work life, your family situation, a lot of things. Basically, I agree with her. I I think it's irresponsible for vegans to act like it's just the easiest thing ever. You're going to have no problems because that's just not the truth. Maybe you didn't have any problems, but most people it's a challenge for, and that's okay. It's totally fine for it to be a little difficult. Obviously, if you're changing your entire diet and taking out large, significant things out of your diet, it's going to be kind of a challenge. But that's okay. Like, acknowledge that it is a slight challenge for a lot of people, but then help them with it. Like, show them how to make it easier, you know? I don't know. I just think it's... If we say, like, oh, it's so easy, like, it's no problem, like, go, just go vegan, like, now, just, like, overnight, it's fine, then they're gonna try that, and it's gonna be hard, and then they're gonna be like, "Mm, guess it's not for me, these people must be easy for them, but it's not for me, so, whatever, like, (laughs) that's their thing, you know, maybe I'm just ranting and not making a lot of sense, but, um, yeah, so, uh, I also wrote, especially the people saying that are usually not the underprivileged people who it's the hardest for. Um, So now she starts to talk about percentages. Um, And she says that 
a while ago when she started going vegan, she still had a lot of bags and shoes that were made of animal products that she didn't want to get rid of yet. So she, um, that she wasn't ready to get rid of yet. So she was saying like she used to have in her Twitter bio or Instagram bio or something that she was 72% vegan. She made it sound like, uh, people were getting mad at her for that. Um, but I've heard a lot of vegans who have absolutely no problem with that and who advise people to hold on to those if you, if you need to, um, rather than just getting rid of them if you can't afford to get new ones that are vegan. Um, and I agree. If you have, if you're trying to go vegan, but you still have like leather boots or leather bags or, you know, Uggs or something, if you have no problem wearing those and you can't afford to replace them, because honestly, who can afford to just like throw out multiple pairs of shoes or bags and just replace them right away? If you can, that's great. But most people can't afford that. Um, they kind of need shoes. Uh, so just keep them, wear them until they, until they wear out and then just don't buy any, any more animal product products. Um, but she was making it sound like a lot of people were getting mad at her for that. And I don't, I don't doubt her. Um, I'm sure, you know, there's still a lot of vegans who think that's wrong or whatever, and they're just being annoying, but from a lot of this video and the way that she explained certain situations where she said something or did something and then people got mad at her for it, um, it's just, it's unfortunate because, like, you know, I have the same situation being a vegan YouTuber, but on such a, such a smaller level, um, because I'm, you know, I have so much less subscribers than her and I have not been on YouTube for nearly as long as her, um, so... When I do something like that, like, say, I'm wearing, I have Birkenstocks that are um, not vegan. They have leather on them that I bought a long time ago, and uh, which I should talk about later. But anyways, I've never gotten, like, a comment on, on those because I don't really wear them in videos. I honestly don't even wear them that much at all. But, like, say if I wore them in a video, you know someone might notice that they weren't vegan and they might comment. But for me, it's like I might get like two comments at most saying like, why are you wearing non-vegan shoes or whatever? Um, but for her having millions of subscribers, you know, it's a lot harder to ignore those points of views. Um, and so, yeah, I just think that's unfortunate. But I want to advise people that... Um, just because another vegan, like, gets mad at you for something doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. You know what I mean? Like, just because they're vegan doesn't give them any sort of credibility to tell you what to do, you know? Like, everybody has their own... She says in this video, I liked that, but she said, like, everyone has their own moral co moral code when it comes to veganism. There's the general basics of veganism that we all live by and agree on or, you know, hopefully. But then there's little areas here and there where people disagree. And I think that's okay. Like, we're figuring it out as it, as we go. And we're not always going to have the same exact definition of veganism. And I think that's okay. But I'm just saying, like, if you do something and another vegan calls you out for it, 
I mean, listen to their opinion because they could very well have validity to it. Say that right. Um, but also don't just think like just because another vegan called me out for something means that you're in the wrong. Think about it. Like think about um, the consequences of what you're doing and, you know, from then on. But um, <laughs> getting back to whatever I was talking about. Um, oh, so she was then she was talking about how um, she wasn't able to just go vegan cold turkey. Um, so for a while, she was putting in her Twitter, Instagram bio, like, oh, I'm 72% vegan. I'm 80% vegan or whatever. Um, Oh, that's another thing I want to talk about. Not only is she a very big vegan YouTuber, so everything she does is, you know, constantly and obsessively watched by all these people who can be very nasty towards her. Also, she was famous, YouTube famous, before she was even vegan, which I think uh, is potentially a nightmare because... Oh, that's so, it's so hard to, I think about that sometimes, like celebrities, there's probably so many celebrities out there that are currently trying to go vegan, um, but they're just, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to ever say that I'm trying to go vegan or I want to be vegan or um, I'm almost vegan or something like that. Because when you're like already, you already have an audience of some sort, whether you're an actor or a YouTuber or whatever politician I don't know um if you say like oh I'm trying to go vegan and then you post or someone just sees you doing something that's not vegan people get mad um whereas if you're just like a normal person living your life who's gonna call you out like one person that you know moving on um so she said that she thinks going vegan is a journey, and I completely agree with that. I think I think it's totally fine. If you want to go vegan overnight, that's awesome. Like, I applaud you. A lot of people, after they see a documentary or whatever, they don't feel comfortable even consuming those things anymore, so they feel like they have to change right away. Um, but just don't look down on anyone else for doing that. And I've been saying this for so long. Like, I think it's gross that people get upset with other people for not being vegan immediately. Like, let them take their freaking time, dude. Like, whatever is going to help them really get into it. And I think for most people is transition period where it's less stressful. You can really just, like, think about what you're doing. Take the time to learn, to find options near you, to um, learn how to budget if it's any different for you where you live, uh, which it is for a lot of people. Um so yeah, and then then she says uh, sh at this point she considers herself about ninety five to ninety eight percent vegan, and she says that she thinks that's okay, and um, I totally agree once again. I I love seeing people be mostly vegan. I I mean I know a lot of people. There's um, I have a lot of like cousins and second cousins who are they wouldn't consider themselves like vegan vegan like they wouldn't go around like putting that on their instagram bio or something like that um but they're mostly vegan like they eat a lot of vegan stuff or they're looking into vegan options they're trying different vegan recipes um trying to eat less of whatever and i think that is great um i think it's you know i'd rather have many family members who are 
mostly vegan than have just a few family members who are fully vegan. You know, there's strength in numbers. But um, I just think that a lot of people, they only want to celebrate other people's efforts when it's like full on vegan. And then they kind of look down on other people for being, for just testing the waters. Um, But it's like, in reality, like if we celebrate every little thing that people do, then that will just encourage them more and more. And then soon enough, they might even be vegan. I don't even know how I got to this, but I guess what I'm getting to is like, don't give up on people. Um, It's not a failure for someone to be not vegan or for someone to never go vegan. It's still something to celebrate if they're, you know, making changes. So she also, she starts to to say, um, how many seemingly perfect vegans are falling short of 100% and too scared to talk about it? This, I think, is really interesting. Um, I always think about this, like certain vegans on YouTube who are so like, so pretentious and like, oh, everybody needs to be vegan. Like if you're not vegan, you're unethical and like, oh, I'm so vegan, like hashtag cruelty-free life. Like, um, I don't know. And I just think like, there's absolutely no way that their entire life is fully 100% vegan and fully 100% cruelty-free. Hey guys, did you know, um, about sweatshops? (laughs) But, like, I just, I think it's so annoying when, uh, so many vegan YouTubers act like their life is fully cruelty-free, which even if your life is 100% vegan, whatever definition that is for you, um, if there's products in your life that aren't fair trade, which are, literally in everyone's life that's like impossible to avoid um then it's not cruelty free you know it's like no one's ever going to be perfect so 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 why oh it's just annoying it's it's i think it's disgusting no i think it's annoying when people act like you know that they've reached the the peak you know that that by being vegan that they've they're done you know like they're fully ethical beings now they've been enlightened um, when it's like, there's always more, there's always more levels. There's probably, for all of you out there who consider yourself vegan, there's probably like five things in your life that you're doing right now, not right now, but you know, there's probably things that you're doing, that you're, that you're buying or that you're doing or whatever that you're supporting in some way that you're going to find out in a couple years are not actually suitable for vegans and you're going to quit that thing, you know, like, I don't know. There's just, there's so much more for us to learn and so much more for us to improve on. So in my opinion, no one's ever 100% vegan. Uh, and that's another reason to not get mad at other people, but, um, yeah, she, she says she wishes people would be more open and honest with their mistakes Um, and so, and I agree. And sometimes it's just hard because you don't want to, you don't want to receive judgment. You don't want to look like you're stupid. You don't want to look like you're lazy, um, or like you're inexperienced. You're not, you don't, you, you don't want to lose credibility in like the vegan community. Um, but I think it's important because it makes other people, feel less dumb when they make a mistake 
Like I try. Sometimes I hide a mistake that I have just because I don't want to promote that thing. I don't want people to like think that that's okay what I did or whatever. But, um, but I'm you know I try to be more open and when I make a mistake say something about it so that other people don't make the same mistake. But also so that I look more relatable and people will you know not feel so bad when they make a mistake um because people see me as like this really credible like uh you know knowledgeable vegan and so when I do something it's like oh even she makes a mistake but also I I have been vegan and some of you probably don't even know this and so you don't care but I've been vegan for uh over seven years now so it's like, you know, when I make a mistake, I do feel pretty embarrassed because I'm like, geez, like seven years later and I still haven't figured it out. But I don't know. It's humbling. I I realize like, um, you know, we're all humans. We all make mistakes. But, um, uh, oh yeah. So uh, you, and you, if you've been following me for a while, you've probably seen me make mistakes, but like there's a video like oh, what I ate in a day a long time ago. Uh, like Halloween one or whatever, where I eat some pumpkin granola cereal from Trader Joe's that had honey in it. And I show it in the video. And then I made a comment that was like, LOL, like my mom bought that cereal. And I just assumed it was vegan. I didn't check the box. And then I realized later that it had honey in it. And um, I made that comment. And it's like a very like chill comment. I didn't make it seem like it was a big deal or whatever, because I didn't want to. And then I was like, are people going to be, like, mad that I didn't make it a big deal? That I didn't, like, immediately delete the video and, like, you know, ed- re-edit it and be like, disclaimer, this is not vegan. Like, I'm so sorry, everybody. Like, I, oh my gosh, I can't believe myself. Like, I didn't know if people were going to think I was, like, insensitive because I was too chill about it or whatever. But no one called me out for it. But yeah, I was kind of like nervous for somebody to get mad at me. And so then at that at, at moments like that, I think of like people like Kalel who have all these followers and all these people who watch her videos. And like, you know, when she makes a mistake, it's a lot scarier because she will have a lot of people come into her throat. Um, but also, I, I haven't talked about it in a long time. But um, I had a video... Should I close my door? No, it's fine. Um, I had a video, one of my first videos, a long time ago. Uh, I had a video where I went to Oregon with my dad, and we were in a semi-truck because my dad owns a moving business, so um, it was, you know, we were moving somebody's stuff to Oregon. Uh, I went with him, you know, a little bonding experience. But I decided to make a video of it, what I ate in a three-day time or whatever, um, because I knew we were going to be eating at fast food restaurants. I knew there was going to be places that we went to along the way that maybe weren't the most vegan-friendly places. So I was like, this will be perfect, a perfect video, like a really helpful video for a lot of people. Um, and at the time, I, and still now, I didn't hardly ever eat at fast food places um like fast food fast food places like so I didn't know anything prior I had to look everything up um I mean I go to Chipotle all the time so I know it's vegan there but like we went to Burger King McDonald's wait not McDonald's (laughs) when you have no memory whatsoever we for sure went to Burger King we went to Starbucks 
uh, and Subway at one point. And those are all three of those during that time were not places that I typically went to a lot. So I had to look up what was vegan, like, you know, on the way to the place or while I was ordering or whatever. And so I made some mistakes because, you know, I was just reading it too quickly or I, uh, I didn't double check different websites. I went on one website and it said one thing and ended up being wrong or whatever. And so there ended up being mistakes in the video. There was, um, uh, in the Burger King part, I got their oatmeal, which, um, is vegan if you ask for no cream. But the website that I looked at didn't specify that. So I was just like, hee, oatmeal. Uh, and so I had cream in my oatmeal and I showed that in the video and I didn't say anything about the cream. I also, uh, at Subway, I, uh, what I had was vegan, but, but in the video, <laughs> LOL, uh, hashtag bad eyesight fam. Um, I put this picture overlay in the video of a veggie sandwich at Subway and it had the veggie patty on it. Um, which isn't vegan. The veggie patty in America at Subway has eggs or whatever in it. Um, but I didn't even realize that when I made the video and when I was uploading it, um, that the veggie patty was in the picture because it just like blended in with all the other stuff, which is just like so stupid now that I think about it. But like, you know, I didn't notice it. So whatever. And then also Starbucks, I forgot to ask for for no caramel sauce in my caramel frap um so there was caramel sauce in it and so you know video full of mistakes it was really embarrassing for me but that video basically like started my whole like youtube career um i ended up deleting it or not deleting it but privating it a while later because i just didn't want to spread misinformation but i felt like really bad about it i I at first when I first uploaded it literally I had like probably like 30 subscribers so like I never thought anything that I was uploading was like a big deal I didn't take it too seriously I didn't like double triple check everything that I put in every video because I didn't think I needed to but after that I really learned like how important it is to you know be careful about what you post because you can potentially be spreading misinformation to hundreds of people um thousands of people whatever and so, uh, first I unlisted it and I linked it to another video, which many of you have probably seen that's like, I ate something non-vegan and I don't give a fuck. Um, and then eventually I just privated it completely because I just didn't want anyone to come across it and think that, you know, um, think that those things are vegan when they're not. So I made this video, I wanted to address not only my specific mistakes that I had made, but also just making mistakes in general. And so I talked about how like, I still make mistakes all the time on on a vegan diet. And I think it's totally fine too. I think um, that's one of the biggest things that you need to remember if you're going vegan right now is like, if you make a mistake, which you will, I shouldn't even say if you make a mistake, when you make mistakes, don't worry about it. Like literally not a big deal at all. Just learn from it, you know? And if you see someone else making a mistake, let them know kindly. Don't make a big deal out of it. Don't make them feel bad. Just like, hey, did you, um, just in case you didn't know, I think that's not vegan or whatever. And especially if you have it available, give them the source of why it's not vegan. Send them a link or whatever. Um, so they know you're not just being dumb, but, um, 
Yeah. And I, I was even like kind of nervous to upload that because I was like, what if people think I'm lazy or something? But I got so much support for that video. Like so many people were like, oh, this made me feel so much better. I just bought something at the store yesterday that I didn't even think to look for blankety blank. And then after I already ate the whole box, I was like, oh no, you know? And I think we need way more uh, of like that type of content out there of people like, um, it doesn't matter, you know, like I remember that video, God, it's so embarrassing. There's a video of this one vegan guy who, um, personally, I think he's annoying. I, uh, I wouldn't normally name drop, but, uh, even if I wanted to, I literally don't remember his name or channel name, but, um, there's a video a long time ago. It got popular on Reddit, of course, people, um, giving more content for people to make fun of vegans with, but, um, it's this video of this guy who, he must have been doing, like, a mukbang or something, uh, on YouTube, a live stream or something, and he ordered a pizza. He was eating the pizza from, like, a regular restaurant, not a vegan restaurant, and it ended up being that there was, like, cheese in the sauce or whatever, um, and, he like call he notices it because he sees like little pieces of cheese or something and he calls the restaurant like during the video and asks if they're like um excuse me is there cheese in your sauce or whatever and she or he they tell him that (laughs) such a dumb sentence they tell him that yes there is and then he like uh I think I think I remember him ending the call nicely, but then immediately throws the phone at the wall and, like, I think he, like, flips the table a little bit, too, maybe. Maybe I'm being dramatic, but he, like, just basically uh, an uproar of anger and uh, aggression just because he was eating pizza with a little bit of cheese in it and then kind of rants about how, like, restaurants put cheese in in their sauce it's so stupid and um I totally agree like that's super annoying and unnecessary like you're gonna put cheese on the pizza also so can you kind of like help us out or at least have like a tomato sauce that doesn't have cheese in it available or something you know but um I mean I'd hate to tell someone like your uh emotions and response to something is invalid um like "Mm, he shouldn't have got so angry because like you know, if he gets angry, he gets angry. And I can't really judge someone for their own emotions. But I just think that that's definitely not good representation for veganism at all. Because first of all, it provides, like I just said, perfect content for people to hate vegans with to be like, oh, vegans are so dramatic and stupid and um, crazy. Um, but also because like it makes other vegans, people who are trying to go vegan feel feel like mistakes are a huge deal. Like these people take this stuff really seriously. What if I get pizza and there's cheese in it? Like, um, you know, it just instills like I think a feeling of like fear and like nervousness that like you constantly have to know everything. And uh, if you make a mistake, it's a big deal. But really, it's like, who cares? Like, honestly, I would probably eat that pizza still after knowing there was a little bit of cheese in it just because food waste is a thing. You know, like, I don't know. 
I just, it makes me sad. But, um, anyways, going back to whatever the frick I was talking about, um, oh, I wanted to address, even though I agree with, like, a lot of the things, probably most of the things that she says in this video, and I think she brings up a lot of valid points and important things for us to talk about, um, one thing I didn't like is a lot in her video, she kind of sounds maybe I'm like mishearing or mis mis uh misunderstanding her her dialogue or tone or whatever but it seems kind of like she's acting like she's the first one to say these things like she like no one else in the vegan community talks about this like I have to be the one to to bring up these topics and to be honest and to be open like you know all these other vegans are fake or whatever and I hate to be like um toot my own horn but I wish you would have saw my channel because I talk about these things like a lot like I already said I had that video that's like um I made a mistake and I don't care and I've had multiple people come to me on different social medias on like tumblr or whatever saying like they made a mistake or what to do when you make a mistake or stuff like that and I always tell people like literally it doesn't matter like don't even freaking worry about it and when people say like what's your advice for going vegan i always tell them like don't worry about it like don't sweat the small things if you make a mistake who cares learn from it and if you're if you're you know um if you're not comfortable with being fully vegan right away who cares just do your best you know like I have always been that's always been my brand from the start that like the little things don't matter it's all about the big picture like um I want you all to be as vegan as possible but um, to not worry about little things because it's just, it's not worth it. You know, it's much more important to, to be comfortable and to be chilling, you know, to be stress-free because I think if you have too much stress, it just will potentially drive you away from the lifestyle in the long run. Um, it'll end up with you giving up or whatever. Um, and so, again, like, I hate to just be like, um, excuse me, I've been talking about this forever, but, I mean, I have. So, I, I just, I didn't, and again, like, maybe she didn't mean to come off that way and I was just being sensitive, but, like, I don't appreciate that kind of attitude because, like, um, I and other vegans, there's a lot of vegan YouTubers out there who are, like, much more chill about things like that, um, and, uh, understanding of like mistakes and transitioning and whatnot. Maybe we're smaller YouTubers, but we're here. Um, and oh, I also have a video again to my own horn, but I also have a video called uh, "Going Vegan Doesn't Have to Be All or Nothing" or something like that. Um, and I talk about how like that type of topic like you don't have to go vegan right away like do it like do whatever you can and that should still be like celebrated um and that's a old ass video old ass video so um yeah watch it if you really want to but I prefer you not to because it's terrible um so now let's get into the non-vegan things that Kalel holds on to holds on to so um I might not have written down this is bad just splattered 
coffee perspiration everywhere. But, um, so, uh, I may not have written down every single thing that she listed, but, um, she said she uses a razor that's not cruelty-free or not vegan. Um, she says she still uses a few makeup products that are not cruelty-free or not vegan. She sometimes eats movie theater popcorn, and she sometimes, uh, will see a candy bar, a non-vegan candy bar that she misses at Target or whatever, and will just grab it and eat it. <laughs> that sounds like she's, like, shoplifting, but, you know, uh, and so let's go through each of those really quickly. But, um, so the razor thing, she didn't explain as far as I could see whether she meant, I didn't know specifically what she meant about the razor, like whether it had like, you know, some razors have like a thing, like a substance in them that like moisturizes as it shaves or whatever. I didn't know if she meant like it had something in it that wasn't vegan or if it's just because it's from a brand that tests on animals. Because I know a lot of vegans don't support that, which um, I don't think is a big deal. Uh, I um, I see that, and I even saw like an article about this on like vegan.com um, about how, about how um, it's a stretch to say that buying Gillette razors is not vegan suitable for vegans just because Gillette tests on animals and I see that the same way as I see like oh I shop at um a grocery store to buy my vegan food but the grocery store also sells meat products or whatever they sell eggs they sell milk whatever like that doesn't make my vegan products that I'm buying from there non-vegan or like oh if I get like um if I get my veggie bowl from Chipotle. Like, they also sell meat. That doesn't mean that my veggie bowl isn't any, any less vegan. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought the razor was a little, I wish she kind of, like, explained that a little more, because I didn't exactly know what she meant. Um, but if it's just she meant that it was, like, a Gillette razor, then, um, I think that's no problem. But if it was, like, you know, there's, like, a cream in it that has milk in it or something, which is just weird. Probably not, but if that's the thing, then that's a little, you know, she should, yeah, that's something that's definitely not vegan. Um, but anyways, she also says a few makeup products, um, and that, again, we get back to the thing where, like, she's Kalel. She can obviously afford to switch to a different, um, company or whatever, and, uh, and... Also, um, I think it's totally fine to take your time and all that, um, and I'm hoping that that's what she is meaning. That's what it seems like with the way that she explains her situation is that, like, she's not saying that she's going to be using these makeup products and this razor doing these things forever. She's just not at the point yet where she's ready to give them up. You know, and I think that's, like, fine. Sure, I'd prefer her to give it up. And, like, you know, is she able to? Probably. But, you know, I don't know. Like, everybody's out there a different level. And should we hate on her just because she's not, like, perfect vegan? No, I think 
Uh, something, though, that is kind of annoying and why a lot of people are getting mad at her is because she's been so outspoken about being vegan for so long. And, you know, I think that's a little bit misleading and irresponsible on her part to be so outspoken about being vegan, vegan, vegan for years. And then behind the scenes, you're actually doing these things that are not vegan, like intentionally, not just mistakes. Like I make mistakes all the time, but like um, intentionally buying things that aren't vegan, intentionally not switching out products while also saying that you're vegan for years, you know? That's definitely uncomfortable to hear. Um, but again, I don't think it's a big deal. Like, the the amount of promotion and help for the vegan movement that she's put out there, I think, is much more important than the little things that she holds on to. With that said, I do think she should have been more open about this a long time ago um, because I think, you know, it kind of messes with people's trust with her. But, I mean, whatever, honestly. Like, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, I don't think we should hate her for it. Should we maybe call her out as in what I'm doing? I mean, I'm not directly calling out, calling her out, but, like, should we talk about this? Sure, but, like... It doesn't need to be a huge thing where we, like, bombard her with, like, judgment. I don't know. Some people are just very dramatic. Um, and then also she says movie theater popcorn, which I just want to say, um, I don't know if that means that she went to the movie theater and asked what was in the movie theater popcorn butter and found out that there's dairy in it and then deliberately continues to buy it. Or if she's just assuming that it's not vegan, but deliver, I mean, yeah, assuming that it's not vegan and then deliberately continuing to buy it. Because in my experience, there's three different movie theaters that I go to in this area um, where I live. And I've asked all three of them separately um, what is in the movie theater popcorn butter. And all three of them have been plant-based um it's usually I mean as far as my experience goes it's typically just like a combination of different oils and then like butter flavoring or whatever that's non-dairy and so um I don't know I, I I just I wonder if she checked if it was vegan and it's not vegan and she continues to eat it anyways no. or sorry or, um, or she's just assuming that it's not vegan and continuing to eat it any anyways. Because, um, yeah, I just, I don't know if she, because uh, a lot of people don't know that. But I didn't know that for the longest time. I wasn't eating movie theater popcorn when I would go. And I would often be like, dang it, I wish I could eat it. Um, and then one day I was just like, hmm, maybe I should ask. And I did. And it was vegan. And now I get it sometimes. But, um but yeah so that's all i had to say uh she also says candy bars that she feels nostalgic for and she'll just buy them and eat them from target or whatever when she sees them passing by or whatever 
Um, and then she says that she is actually more concerned about the palm oil in them, if anything, because she thinks that's causing more destruction. And I think that's also a good thing to point out that like, and that's kind of what I was alluding to earlier too with the fair trade thing, but that like sometimes people think like um, by being vegan, by buying vegan products, they're cruelty-free, you know? But like sometimes the vegan option is the le- the lesser cruelty-free thing. Like let's say that there's one product that is plant-based and it has palm oil in it that comes from a very non-sustainable uh company or whatever um non-sustainable method of farming uh harvesting the palm oil and then there's also the same product that has maybe some milk in it but it doesn't have any palm oil in it and like the ingredients are like sustainably sustainably sourced or fair trade or whatever And it's like, I'm still going to buy the vegan one over the other one just because like, you know, it's, I'm vegan and it's weird for me to just buy something with milk in it. I'd probably just buy neither, you know, that would be the best decision. But I'm just saying like, just because something is vegan doesn't mean it's the more ethical version. And so I think that was a good thing to point out while still it's upsetting to hear that she still intentionally buys candy bars with milk in them. And again, I think just because she eats a couple candy bars a year doesn't mean that we need to completely ignore every other thing that she's done for animals. But still, I it's extremely non-relatable to me because I've never been like, ooh, I'll just, just this once. You know, like I've never, maybe like when I was first trying to be vegan, But once I was vegan, like, I never looked back. I never had, like, an intentional, like, cheat, you know? So maybe I just have a lot more natural willpower than other people, and I'm very grateful of that. But I think it's very unrelatable um, to have that, like... But also, like, I don't know, like... I just, I need to, like, understand that not everyone is the same. Sometimes things are harder for other people than they are for me, you know? And, I don't know, I think a lot of people need to need to think about that more often. Empathy. 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 Put yourself in the place of me. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, she also talks about... This is going to be such a long podcast. She also talks about basic... Uh, she, she had been trying to find a basic black boot, the perfect vegan shoe for the longest time. And, um, I wrote this part actually kind of bothered me. Uh, so she's talking about how, like, she will research and research and research for a shoe that she wants, um, and try and find a vegan version of it. And then she'll end up buying it and then realize that it actually has leather in it or whatever. And, um, I haven't had that problem, but also I'm not as fashion forward as she is. Um, but this part bothered me because I just don't understand. Um, in my experience, there's tons of vegan shoe companies out there, not just vegan shoe companies, but like man-made shoe companies, um, where they don't use leather. And there's so many different shoe options out there. I mean, if you're looking for, like, a very specific type of shoe, I can understand it being very hard to find, but 
if she's just looking for like a basic black boot, I mean, maybe our definitions of basic are different, but I mean, I've seen so many different websites that have um, really like stylish looking vegan boots that are like good quality. Like Matt and Nat is a really good example. They do like all leather products, but it's all vegan. Whoa, what just happened? It's all vegan leather. Um, they're, they're pricey, definitely, but they're not like, she can definitely afford it. That sounded so like, you know, rude, but you know, she can afford, if I can afford it, I think she can afford it. Um, but yeah, I just didn't understand that. I think that definitely comes off as very like, uh, materialistic. Um, like you really, uh, what did I write? If she seriously can't find just a basic black boot that she likes, she must be super picky. Um, like that part just seemed very much on the materialistic side of things. Um, I wrote that she'd rather support the leather industry than settle for maybe not the perfect shoe of her dreams, the number one most amazing trendy shoe ever, but a good, nice shoe. You know, like, I think that's the whole point of veganism, like putting animals before your preferences. Um, and that doesn't mean you need to suffer and like never have anything nice, but like, you know, maybe, maybe the vegan version is slightly less tasty or slightly less uh cute or slightly more expensive or whatever but like that's the whole point of veganism is making these sacrifices so that you can support a better world you know uh she also said um she thinks it's annoying that you can't associate yourself with any company that uses animal products or people will get mad at you she uses the example that she was promoting these metal cuff bracelets on her YouTube channel or blog or something um, from a company that also sells leather and that she was getting a lot of hate for this. Um, and I totally agree. I think that's really annoying. I haven't got a lot of hate like that, um, but there's been times like you, many of you guys have probably seen my video that's like um, vegan breakfast options at fast food places. And I went to McDonald's and Burger King. I bought oatmeal from both those places um, without the cream. And I was promoting them as like, oh, these are good vegan options at fast food places. And I got a few comments of people saying like, um, how can you support McDonald's? Like, that's not like, that's not um, ethical or whatever. And like someone saying like, you're not a real vegan just because you support cruel, Ooh, I just whistled, cruel companies like that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, fuck you. No, but seriously, like, I, oh, I think that's so annoying. Like, where do you draw the line then? Like, the, there's uh, this website, I mean, website, there's this restaurant in Clovis, Fresno, somewhere in, in the middle of those, uh, called Little Peking. Shout out Little Peking. Love you. Um, ride or die. I will ride or die for you. You're the best. I love you. Um, they have a vegetarian menu. They're not a vegan place. They're not a vegetarian place. They sell many meat products and products with eggs in them, products with whatever in them. Um, but they have a very large vegetarian menu that most of it is vegan or can be made vegan. I buy from them all the time. I love them. They're one of my favorite restaurants in this area. And I will gladly promote them on my um, at Clovis Vegan Instagram account. 
uh, and on my regular account also. Um, and yet they sell a lot of meat products, but like, I don't know, like, should I stop supporting their vegan options just because they sell meat? First of all, I think that's kind of counterproductive. Like, I don't know, I'm going to support vegan options wherever I can find them. But also, I've had someone comment, like, um, vegans shouldn't support uh, non-vegan restaurants. And I was just like, then where the frick am I supposed to eat? Like, what? There's only one vegan restaurant in my town. Uh, there's also a raw vegan restaurant, but okay, so there's two. Um, and they're both really far away from my home, like not a place that I'm going to go to every day. And also one of them I've recently found out I'm not going to go there anymore because there's a lot of other ethical problems um, with it. And, uh, but even if there wasn't, like, okay, so I can never go out to eat with my family. I can, and also that's not even a good example because a lot of you guys, I'm sure, have no vegan restaurants in your town or in a 30-minute radius. So, like, what are you going to do? Just never eat out? What kind of life is that? Like, that's that doesn't make veganism seem appealing to anyone at all. <sighs> I just think that's so annoying. But um, she talks about, like, uh, avoiding companies that also sell animal products. She talks about Ben and Jerry's um, and how, like, she loves supporting Ben and Jerry's even though they their, you know, main income comes from dairy products. Um and I will do the same. And yeah, I guess that's all I had to say on that. But she, uh, back to the part where she says, everybody has their own moral code. What am I doing with my hands? Um, and I listed a bunch of things that are like gray areas for vegans. So like palm oil, sanctuary chicken eggs, um, lab meat, bone char, sugar, contaminated cooking spaces, and frying oil. I also wrote honey, which seems like most vegans don't do honey now, but there's still a lot of, like, you know, debate, which I think is valid. Um, but, yeah, I think, um, I don't know, like, <laughs> I think it's okay to have, like, strong opinions on those things, but also, like, I think it's totally fine for us to disagree on those things, like, and and also to say, like, in certain situations it's okay and in certain situations it's not or whatever. Um, but, like, contaminated cooking spaces and frying oil is a big thing for me because, like, I have no problem eating uh, tater tots that were fried in the frying oil that someone fried chicken tenders in or whatever. To me, it's like I literally don't care unless I can taste or be affected by the non-vegan products. Um, cause I don't know. I think, I think veganism is more attractive when we're less of a burden <laughs> than when we're more of one. And so if I can avoid asking someone to do extra work for my food, I just rather, um, I just feel more comfortable that way. But also like if you don't feel comfortable with eating something that was cooked on the same, uh, stove as, as some meat products, then I totally think that's understandable. Like, you know, I go to teppanyaki and I uh, have my tofu cooked. Or I guess they usually do it before the all the other stuff. But um, like, if you want, if if you don't want to go to teppanyaki, if or if you want to ask them to cook yours in the back, 
that's fine. Like, I understand the discomfort with it. But, like, don't judge other people for being more, uh, you, um, being more chill about things, I guess. Uh, <laughs> she also said, uh, if someone is plant-based and wants to call themselves vegan, who gives a shit? I didn't really agree with that, um, completely. I mean, I think in certain, and someone asked me about this on Tumblr before, uh, but, like, say there's someone who is plant-based, they, um, they eat only a plant-based diet, but they're not necessarily vegan in the fact that they don't have the connection to, like, cruelty-free products or, um, not buying leather or whatever, like, it's just a diet for them, then I don't think that they are considered a vegan and I don't think that they should call themselves a vegan, whereas, like, don't put it in your Instagram bio that you're a vegan, don't go around telling everybody that you're a vegan, um, however, if they're ordering at a restaurant and they want to say, like, can you make this vegan or, um, can you make sure there's no animal products in this, I'm vegan, I think that's totally fine because it, it just, it's a lot easier than trying to explain to someone what plant-based means because um, a lot of people, I feel like, have heard the word vegan a lot more than they've heard the term plant-based. Um, maybe, I don't know. But I, I basically said, it's your life, you can do what you want. In the end of the day, like, you know, I'm not going to be patrolling your life. You can call yourself a vegan, but just know that you're being misleading and you are confusing people. People are already confused enough with the term vegan and um, what that exactly entails. And so I don't, you're definitely just making it worse by calling yourself vegan while intentionally using cruelty-free products or wearing leather or whatever. It's just, it can be confusing for, for people and misleading. And uh, she also, okay, this is so long. She says, many vegans aren't seeing the big picture and that it's all about supply and demand. Girl, I 100% agree. I think, and I've already talked about this, so I shouldn't go into it more, but um, yeah, it's, 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 I think making veganism appealing and uh, universal to others is more important than every one of us being 100% vegan all the time, perfect, blah, 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 you know? And that's the reason why I eat the bone char sugar because I think it, it does more good for us in the long run than it, it would for us to all avoid it religiously. Um, so yeah. And Oh, she, she was basically calling on people to come out with a number. Like, what percentage of vegan are you, honestly? And what are the things that you're holding on to in your life? And I thought that was really cool. I thought that was a really cool thing to bring up and a cool conversation to start with vegans. Not only vegan YouTubers, but also just, like, people in the comments and whatnot. And so I thought I'd purchase the pink. But, um... So, first of all, let me get another sip of that. Kopefe. Sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry. Um, okay. So, I... 
I have, I hate like coming up with numbers for things. So I honestly don't really know, but I said that I was probably maybe more like 97% or 98. I'm not sure. I really, I don't like coming up with like percentages just like out of my ass like that. But, um, so onto my non-vegan things. First, let's talk about my Birkenstocks, which I already, just because I already mentioned those. Um, so I have a pair of Birkenstocks that I bought, like, sophomore year of high school, junior year? I think it was junior year of high school. Um, for perspective, I went vegan my freshman year of high school. Uh, and if you don't use those terms in whatever country you are from, that's two school years after going vegan. Um, I went to the Rockstands Birkenstocks store, Fresno, California, and, uh, I... Uh, at the time, I didn't know a lot about, like, shoes, uh, vegan shoes and stuff like that. I was just starting to get into uh, my clothes and stuff like that, like, a year after I was worrying about my food. It took me a while to get into, like, every aspect of my lifestyle. So, I didn't know a lot about, like, all that stuff. I didn't know how how much... Uh, research you sometimes have to do because companies can be confusing. Um, and so I just basically, like, uh, I found a pair that I thought were, uh, I thought they were man-made materials. Um, and I, man, this is a long time ago. All I know is I asked her is this shoe, is this one the, because I knew that Birkenstocks had some that didn't have leather, and so I saw these, these ones that I liked, and they looked different from a lot of the other ones, so I was like, ooh, maybe these are the, 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 um, man-made, the vegan ones, and so I asked the girl that worked there, like, um, is this real or fake leather, and she was like, oh yeah, those are the fake leather ones, and so I was like, perfect, awesome, I love this color, um, I'm gonna buy it, and so I got the shoes, and then I found out, like maybe a month later or something I was looking online and uh she just meant the top of the shoe was not leather and the actual footbed is still the same leather that they use in all the other shoes um but I had already worn it for like all the time for like probably more than a month a couple months I don't know long enough for them to be definitely broken in to my foot uh foot shape and such so um and those shits are expensive like I'm not just gonna like get rid of those and get another pair I can't exactly afford that um so I kept them I knew that they weren't vegan and I kept them and um I still wear them today and I think that's totally fine like I don't know I learned my mistake I will not buy those again um and also I have I use a eucerin face wash right now that is eucerin is not cruelty free I had used Eucerin moisturizer for uh, years into being vegan because I saw on one website one time that they were cruelty-free, and then I was just like, oh, cool, and so I just used Eucerin products for, because they have this really good redness, oh, I don't want to promote them, whoops, didn't say that, um, <laughs> I used them for a, for a while, and then I, um, I lost my train of thought, I... Then one time I was just like, you know what? I haven't checked up on these companies in a long time. I, and so I like 
took all my makeup and uh, hygiene products out and I was like going to Google all the web, all the companies and see if I missed anything. And I found out that Eucerin was not cruelty free anymore. And I was like, darn it. And so I stopped buying from them and I had already bought this face wash that was like full. Um, and I didn't use it for the longest time. I was like trying to give it away to people, but no one wanted to take it from me. Um, so finally, like a year ago or whatever, I started using it just to get rid of it. Um, and I'm still using it now because I don't understand, but it's lasted so long. I'm just like waiting for it to end. It's almost gone now, but, um, also I don't wash my face every day. I, I, do like different things doesn't matter um so also um I sometimes use cleaning products that my mom has bought that are not cruelty free like when she makes me clean the house for the for a party and I um I have cleaning products of my own that I use most of the time but like if I run out and she's like making me clean something and I don't have time to go to the store or buy from thrivemarket.com then um I will use, I've used like her, um, her Windex or whatever to clean my window or, or my, uh, mirror or whatever. And sure, that's not the best thing ever, but also like, I don't know, it's such a small, like insignificant thing. Whereas like most of the other time I use my own stuff and when I move out, I'm definitely always only going to use my own stuff. Um, and also like, I've also converted her to so many different cruelty-free home products and makeup products and stuff. Um, and I think that's way more important than me using Windex once every two years, you know? Um, uh, also, I eat bone char sugar. I occasionally drink non-vegan wines. Um, Oh, what is the sound that's happening right now? Also, I didn't even know about the wine thing <laughs> until more recently. I've never been into alcohol and I've just recently started like drinking different, trying different alcoholic drinks um, and drinking wine or whatever. And so I'm learning things and I'm definitely going to try to support the vegan, fully vegan companies more often. But also, I again, I see it like I see the bone char issue. I don't think that that's something that every vegan needs to completely give up because I think that at the end of the day doesn't really make a difference in um spreading veganism to the world I'm not sure about that if you have more information on that topic than I th uh, that you want to share with me please do because that's not something I'm knowledgeable on at all yet I'm just learning about these things as I turn 21 um but um, that's my opinion so far. Changed my mind. No, I hate that fucking guy, but, um, <laughs> anyways, uh, what else? I still, I'm still trying to not use unsustainable palm oil. Um, I occasionally eat it and occasionally just forget to check for it, but, um, I've been trying to, to not eat it, not, not eat it. Um, but even when I do eat it, it's not something that's regularly in my diet it's more of, like, an occasional, like, you know, thing. Um, also, I'm using razors from Gillette, which I actually have, like, a, a razor from the brand Preserve. 
um, in my bathroom somewhere, but I'm just trying to finish up the Gillette razors before I use it. I bought a huge pack of Gillette razors a long time ago. Um, so yeah, I'm making my way through them. Making my way through the razors, shaving my legs, shaving my armpits and whatnot. Um, so yeah, that me and Kalel have in common. Uh, and I said probably other things that I'm doing wrong that I don't know about yet. Cool. Um, uh, oh, I said I also forget, I forget to ask about certain things all the time. Like, I'll ask if there's eggs or milk in the bun, uh, of a burger, but I'll forget to ask about honey in it or about them putting, uh, butter on the bun. A lot of the time, there'll be a veggie burger at a restaurant and there may be no butter eggs in the bun that they serve it with, but then they butter the bun which is just lol um and so you know i forget to ask about those things sometimes and like honestly whatever you know it's just it's such a small thing like uh, the positive of ordering a veggie burger without cheese is so much more uh, significant and powerful than the negative of influential than the negatives of forgetting about the honey or forgetting about the the butter on it or whatever you know what I mean um and I also said I'll maybe I'll maybe remember to ask about sour cream cheese and lard in my burrito but forget to ask about chicken stock in the rice same example um Sometimes I'll even purposely not ask about something because I've already asked about three other things and I don't want to make veganism look super difficult and annoying to the people that I'm with. A lot of you guys may not like that. Um, I don't know how chill my audience is, uh, but um, I do do that sometimes. Ooh, coming clean. But um, occasionally, I mean, I don't even go out to dinner with people other than like my close friends and family very often but there's definitely been times when I'll go out with like people who I'm not as close with um who maybe don't have the most positive opinion of veganism or a neutral opinion of veganism and I am ordering my food and I purposely don't ask about every little thing but I'll ask about you know most of the things or whatever but I'll leave out like maybe a small thing like the butter thing on the on the bun uh, or like the honey or whatever like maybe I'll think about it but not ask about it just because like in my opinion and feel free to disagree with me on this but in my opinion I think it can do more harm asking about every little thing and making veganism look like it's really difficult to the people around you and like you really have to worry about every little thing than it is for me to have a 100% fully vegan meal. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. I also said, but you know what? I don't really care because I know, whatever, that's literally what I just said. Um, <laughs> she also said, embrace people changing on every, any and every level. And I said, yes, Kalel, thank you. Um, not very interesting. Also, I just want to point out that uh, while people were hating on her, not surprisingly, on Twitter and stuff, I saw the example of comparing uh, what she's doing to someone being a Black Lives Matter activist and only being racist 10% of the time and, like, saying that the, that's okay or for them or whatever. And I'm like, first of all, those that's such a, like, it's such a different situation just 
in general, like almost every single time people try and compare a situation regarding veganism to a situation regarding like human rights, racism, homophobia, um, things like that it's always so it's always just makes me cringe just i don't even have to hear what they say yet i'm already cringing because it's probably cringy but it's just like stop trying to compare different forms of like oppression and different forms of like unethical things Uh, i don't know just like talk about what you're talking about you don't need to compare it to racism or whatever to make it seem more serious or more dramatic or whatever like it's just it's I don't know I just it's never it usually does not work out or make sense um and also that people were being mean and not helpful to her and that it's okay to disagree I think a lot of me a lot of vegans that's what I'm going to call mean vegans now but uh, a lot of vegans are so nasty when they don't agree with someone and it's like it's totally fine to disagree with Kalel it's totally fine to disagree with me and it's totally fine to call me out for things and to speak your opinion to me, criticize me all you want. Like, I think that's more good than bad. But do it in a nice, helpful way. Like, you're not helping anybody by just being sassy or whatever. And people were being mean to Kalel, and then she was giving them attitude back. And it's just like, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't help, in my opinion. Um, God, this is gonna be so oh it's only oh no this is so long Uh, (laughs) okay uh wow hopefully this isn't too long for you people but um i'll try and speed it up a little because this is just a lot but it is important so i shouldn't you know bash myself too much but So then she made, uh, so, so after she made her video and then people were were talking about it on Twitter and whatnot, and then after that, she released, like, a blank screen video, which I guess was her, like, response to all the criticism and whatnot. And, um, the main thing that I want to talk about is that how she was saying she, after all this and after the way that the community has treated her, she doesn't want to identify with this group of people any longer. And now she sees vegans the way that meat eaters see vegans and she is not sure she wants to be associated with that with that label anymore and I hate that so much I I mean again people are different she can do whatever she wants but the whole reason and I hate to sound mean so I kind of don't want to say this but like just just understand that like I don't know what I want you to understand but The whole reason why I made a vegan YouTube channel to begin with is because I didn't like vegan YouTubers. Like, I would watch vegan YouTube and I would just, I thought a lot of them were annoying. I thought a lot of them seemed like not nice people. They were aggressive. They were judgy. They were focusing on the wrong things. I thought a lot of them didn't seem to have a lot of personality. They weren't funny. They were too restrictive, too um to they there wasn't enough representation for different kinds of diets different kinds of body types different kinds of um lifestyles different different um geographic locations around the world too many people living in places like LA and big metropolises um and uh, nowadays there's a lot nowadays 
now, uh, with every year, there's more and more vegan YouTubers, and there's so many vegan YouTubers now. It's such a huge community on, on YouTube. Um, and don't get me wrong, there's tons of vegan YouTubers that I do like and love and watch and really appreciate their videos and their style and whatever. But um, at the time, most of the vegan YouTubers that I was seeing, I didn't like what they were doing. And so that's why I wanted to provide the voice that I did like. So self-centered. Self but um, I wanted to provide something else to improve that. And I knew that there was people out there who were waiting for that and who like wanted that kind of representation for them. And I after I started making videos, I noticed that I was correct because so many people always commented like, I love how you eat a lot of unhealthy things. Like you make me feel better about eating junk food sometimes. Like I love how you don't live in LA and you don't eat at like fancy vegan restaurants all the time. Like I can really relate to that. I like how you eat at places that I go to like Chipotle or whatever. And um, lost my train of thought again. Um, but yeah, I... I, if, if I would have saw all these vegan YouTubers and said, like, oh, I don't, if, if I had the response that she had, then I would never have been a vegan YouTuber. Like, the whole reason why I started all of this, and look how, look how much has come out of this for me, positive stuff for me, is because I didn't like the, where the vegan community was going, and I wanted to take it another way. I wanted to put my own influence in there. So I don't like that she doesn't want to be seen as a vegan anymore just because she doesn't like what vegans are saying. That should be the reason why she wants to be even more outspoken about veganism. Hopefully that gets gets across well, but I just that saddened me a lot. I think she needs to continue to 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 be using the vegan label. However, I think she should be more careful about it and I think she should go back to well, I probably, I think I was trying to leave this for the end of the video, but um, basically, you know, the verdict for me, in my opinion, because um, I think the the thing that everyone wants to jump to after hearing about her situation or watching her videos or whatever is like, is she vegan? Should she call herself vegan? Should she call herself vegetarian? Or should she call herself something else? She's saying that she's, there's this transition label that's coming out that she's going to use or whatever which is fine. Um, but I think if it were up to me, which it's not, she can do whatever she wants. How many times do I need to say that? I don't know. But um, I think she should go back to what she was doing before where she had in her Instagram bio 98% vegan or 95% vegan or whatever. Because not only is that accurate and it like clears up confusion for anybody if they see her eating a candy bar on the street or whatever, but also... I think it opens up the conversation once again. It continues that conversation of like, why do you have 95% vegan in your in your bio? Um, and like, what does that mean and, and whatnot? Yeah, a lot of people were saying you need to call yourself vegetarian. And um, my I said my personal opinion on this is that she should stop eating those candy bars if she wants to call herself a vegan. Um, because uh, like the little things... I think can be kind of overlooked um, because she is like, like she said, 95 to 98% vegan. So it just, it makes more sense for her to just call herself vegan when she's so much closer to being a vegan than to being a vegetarian. It would just be weird if she called herself a vegetarian. Um, but 
However, the candy bars, that's like the biggest thing for me because um, it's such a like intentional and avoidable thing that I think that can be very misleading to see someone call themselves a vegan and then eat a candy bar, uh, a non-vegan candy bar that everyone knows has dairy in it. Um, And so, yeah, that's just my opinion. Um, But at the end of the day, it's her life. She can do whatever she wants. Um, She just has to know that she, even though she can do whatever she wants, other people can also do whatever they want and call her out for it. Um, But personally for me, I'm not really offended if she continues to call herself vegan while doing the things that she mentioned in her video. Like, honestly, I just don't think it's a big deal. Um... So yeah, uh, I think I can end it there. Uh, I think I talked enough for this video. Uh, I'm going to be seeing 8th grade tonight. Really excited about that. Um, so I need to cut this off so I can go get dinner with Casey and go see the movie. Um, get ready for me to post on my Instagram about it. Um, about me bawling my eyes out and whatnot. Not get ready because this podcast will be up after I've already posted about it if I do that. But um, anyways, I hope you guys are all having a great week, a great day, and I hope that you liked the podcast. I hope you, you know, it, it invoked some, some thoughts in your head, uh, and please leave me your opinions on this situation. Feel free to disagree with me. I am not, uh, I never want to come off as, like, pretentious and, like, my opinion is law, um, I respect other people's opinions. Just don't be nasty about it. That's my whole thing. Um, if you if you had a bigger problem with Kalel, Kalel's opinions than me, then that's cool. But again, don't be nasty towards her. Um, it doesn't help anybody. And yeah, at this point, I'm just repeating myself. So see you later. Gucci. <laughs>